Time parameters. Nine minutes. Hello and welcome to the DS9 Minute, the green shirt minicast where we discuss an episode of DS9 in less time than it takes for O'Brien to build a doghouse. And since podcasts are like picnics, the only thing that really matters is the company, here watching DS9 for the first time with me, Rob Campbell. I am covered in ants. Why are we eating outside? And with us, those who were in the right place at the right time to watch it before, Miss Bobby Blue. That's Madame Bowbassador to you. <laughs> and john t bolds ah oh, those good old days of just coming home and watching ds9 after school i was looking at the house where i used to watch it just the other day oh that's sweet well this week we watched the forsaken producer john let's wig out nine minutes uh, this is not the episode I was expecting based on the title uh, especially since the first time I saw the title I thought it said the foreskin <laughs> uh, it really kind of seemed like Loxana had the situation in hand before Odo reminded her she was telepathic. Like she was pretty <laughs> commanding. Yeah. Uh, nice to know that the rich and powerful of the future are still assholes. <laughs> uh, speaking of the title, did anybody notice on Paramount Plus that they spell it differently than on the actual title sequence of the show? Yes. Oh no. Yep. Yeah. Oh, how many ways can you spell the Forsaken? They With take out e the e after four. Yeah. Yeah. F O R E or just F O R S. Oh. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why I thought it said foreskin. Hmm. Uh, I love how meta it is that two of the three subplots are about characters dealing with Majel Barrett's unwanted affections, uh, a point which they were not settled about making when O'Brien is like, listen to the voice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so apparently no one likes ambassadors, despite the fact that they do serve a really important purpose <laughs> and probably helped end the Bajoran Cardassian war. Yeah. While being, while being insufferable, though. Yeah. Um, uh, disgusting Ferengi sex program was the original name for the Hall of Sweets before they rebranded. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, uh, I was I've never heard like the phrase "I've been wigged" before, so I looked up mm -hmm. some other words for stealing uh, uh, to filch, <laughs> to purloin. Of course, these are for the our, our guest hosts across the uh, the pond to nick and to pilfer. But I've never mm -hmm. heard "I've been wigged." Wigged, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, so I'm just gonna get my hot take out right away. Uh, is Luwaxana Troy the greatest TV character of all time? She is a chaos agent who comes in and brings mm -hmm. out like new sides of our characters. She's sexy as hell. Yeah. She's funny as hell. Mm -hmm. She can be dramatic, full of pathos. And most importantly, she can like turn, go from one to the other naturally. Uh, I, I was tearing up at the end. I love I, Luwaxana. Yeah, me too. She has won me over. I do too. And I really think this episode would have been improved by having Odo be all in and be like, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, it's like, you're here. Let's have a fling. And just the rest of the crew having to deal with an infatuated <laughs> Odo and the Waxana the whole time. Maybe that's the sequel to this episode. Yeah. Boy, I don't, I don't know how to say this. Uh, you know, Luwaxana grabs uh, Quark's ear and it's like to torture mm. him, but you can also use the mm. ear to like pleasure them, meaning that their ears are basically the tips of penises. Yes. Oh. Or the testicles. Yeah. Or that, yeah, like the well, lower part of the testicle. Or clits. Upper part. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Let's not be sexist. Speaking about Odo not uh, being all in, do you think sex with Odo, like because he can shape shift when he mm. is all in, is it like, <laughs> is it like, <laughs> I mean, that just sounds like kind of amazing. It could go either way if right. he knows what he's doing or not. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if he knows what he's doing, I mean, it sounds kind of incredible, actually. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of Odo, he totally racially profiles a guy and Luwaxana falls for him an instant. Uh, she really wants to back his blue. 
<laughs> she wants to blue his life matter. Okay, go on. <laughs> uh, she really wished he blew his, her back walls up. Um, anyway, uh, Cisco is a total sadist for his whole crew this episode, and I love it. He loves it. He's like, I don't care. You deal with this problem. I'm not dealing with this. <laughs> uh, unintentionally piggybacking on Cameron, I do think it's funny when she says the thin beige line. Mm, uh, yep. But I think that's funny. Thin beige line is funny. Beige lives matter is not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I keep piggybacking off of um, John. So Cisco, I know I talk a lot about him, but I really love the, how much he gets to laugh. Like a lot of Star Trek captains don't get to be like sarcastic mm, and like yeah. Picard barely laughs, barely yells even as a captain. So again, just seeing Cisco's full range of human joy uh, it's just so fun as a captain. Uh, well, I'm going to piggyback off both of you then. It's a full piggyback. Uh, Cisco is relaxed this episode. He mm-hmm. woke up and took some edibles and he is rolling <laughs> through this day. <laughs> so Bashir, Oda, like these, this crew needs to get on a, the same page better because Bashir says they're doing a recalibration sweep. Oda <laughs> says they're doing a security sweep. It's like, come on, guys. If you're going to lie to ambassadors, lie the same. <laughs> Well, I'll piggyback on that and say that the phrase, I have six pylons that need complete security sweep, is a phrase that I use also to get out of sex. <laughs> Speaking of phrases, I really like when Cisco says to O'Brien, uh, when he says, Brian says, you just don't understand. And Cisco says, let's just say I don't have the sensitivity you have to, I just think that's a great response <laughs> to basically saying that you're not interested in anything anybody else is saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I should pick that up. Uh, why is the CMO babysitting the ambassadors? Surely there's like an RN or someone less down the ladder than the CMO. Yeah. I, I can see it like further down you go, the more insulting it is to the delegate. Uh, yeah. Yes. I can see it as a CMO and also with Bashir, I think it makes a lot of sense. Of being like, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to watch for sure. But yeah. Uh, O'Brien in his theory about the computer acting different. That's absolutely a real thing. Uh, I've had to, I've experienced that with a natural gas plant. It's like something in this plant has an attitude today. I don't know what it is. It sounds different. It moves different. It's being weird. It's a real thing. Cool. Uh, I think it's very funny that the stakes of this episode are Odo might be embarrassed, uh, but it works for me. Like it's, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, and I'm not sure if I'll ever tire of the recurring mention of his pale. Like <laughs> Odo's pale. It's just a funny non-sciencey term. Just think of a vessel. Um, if Odo has to regenerate every 16 hours, how long does he have to be in his true form regenerating? Yeah, they say? Is it yeah. like two hours? If he doesn't have his vessel or bucket, will he soak into the floor or just have to uncomfortably hold a little of his form? Is it like a purely mm-hmm. physical need? Is it a is it emotional one? Oh. Well, just yeah. to put a pin in Rob's uh, statement, uh, this was the most dramatic line reading of, if he doesn't get back to his pail in time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And going along with that, one, if it's every 16 hours, it's like, oh, he looks like crap for that last hour. Maybe he should shorten that to 15. Also, right. they've been in that turbo lift long enough. Like, he's all embarrassed. She has surely pissed in the corner at least once by now. <laughs> Uh, well, I'll piggyback on that with my shapeshifter question of the day. It's about Odo's weight and mass. When he melts into a pile in her lap, does he still weigh as much? And if the, if so, is he just a very light? Is his mass very light? Mm. Uh, lots of questions about lots his mass of that will come up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, it seems to me that Star Trek, they have a lot of plots where it's like, 
I think this is a solution. And then like it gets solved by the complete opposite version of that solution. Just like, <laughs> did you notice that? O'Brien's like, yep. let's try this. And he's like, oh, it's actually the opposite. I mean. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Good call. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is the most dangerous elevator ever. This makes the <laughs> warp core elevator on the Enterprise look like a padded kitty swing. Because the doors open? Yes. You're just flying <laughs> yeah. by like machinery. There must be a yeah. force field. There must be a force there field. Must there must be. Okay. <laughs> also, I got to say, I'm surprised it took Star Trek this long to just blatantly homage 2001 A Space Odyssey, but yes. I think they do it really well. Yeah. I think it's yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad that Bashir and the delegates weren't in the corridor for like a long, long time because it would have been funny to have Bashir get the chance to literally eat the rich. <laughs> <laughs> Um, why can't Betazoids read Ferengis? It's because, like, their only, like, emotion is just always profit, like, just greed for profit? Because they needed it for a plot in, like, season two of TNG, and okay. at least they brought it back here and yeah. are reinforcing it, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of bringing it back, the uh, oh, sorry, I stole yours, Cam. Well, speaking of bringing it yeah. back, uh, aha, Rob, we knew that she made love to the Ferengis, so eat that. <laughs> and, uh, also, now I want to hear all of TNG's episodes recapped. From Lawaxana's point of view. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And and if uh she and Oda had been getting it on, you know she would have been like, Can you make the hair go away? Can you be bald? <laughs> oh. You got the right rough attitude. Mm-hmm. Piggybacking on both of those, I will say, having watched ahead, that uh, spoiler alert, Odo's discussion of what his hair looks like will pay off later. Yes, it will. <laughs> oh, uh, love a good Odo joke, wondering about how many volts are in the exposed circuit to get away from Luxwana. <laughs> That's great. Good uh, episode. Right. Wow. We're out. We did I mean, it. We're basically yeah, we did out. Loved the episode. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It's all right. Wow. Yeah. Cool. See, when there's a big Odo episode, you just got, oh, so many questions. So many. <laughs> well, yeah. And when we when we all have good one-liners, I think that's the way. To do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right. Well, great. Loved seeing uh, Luxon again. Wondering uh, what other TNG guest stars they'll bring back to this show. And she does yeah. look good. Damn. Her boobs. She just had such, she was so bothersome at the beginning of. You know, there's so many TNG episodes where I found her not fun. Which is funny because a lot of the reviews for this episode are really down on her being like, she's being oh. really aggressive and stuff. It's like, what? This is exactly how she always is. And mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, this is what happens when you use nepotism in TV. Like, oh. yeah, everybody uses nepotism in TV. Like, <laughs> and sometimes yeah. it pays I, off. I, I like think this is one of her best ones. Yeah. She, I she's did, I did so, too. she's so. Sweet and caring and nurturing to Odo at a really vulnerable time. Like yeah. I think it's one of her best yeah. performances. It's an excellent, yeah, Lawaxon episode. And I love the the moment where she, like she pulled her wig off, and I was like, "Come on, Lawaxon, you look great. You look really good with that hair." And then Odo says that, and then she says, "Yeah, yeah but I look ordinary. I don't want to well, look ordinary." And I'm like, like, "Odo says she looks okay." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he doesn't say uh, good. Anyway. He's like, "You look fine." I think he's <laughs> yeah. what he said. All right. <laughs> you look fine. Like like a weird human. All right, well, uh, tune in next week, actually next week, because we're done with uh, Season 6 of TNG now. We've got a few more of these DS9s to get through. We've got Dramatis Personae, I hope I'm saying it right, coming up next week. Yep. And then uh, a couple more after that, and then we'll dive into Season 7 TNG, Season 2 DS9. That's right. Till next time. Don't stick your hand out the elevator. (laughs) 